0: Welcome to Permission to Win, a podcast asking life's most fundamental questions, like what is permission, who needs my permission, and why are we talking about permission anyway? In each episode, your co-hosts explore different ways to say it's okay, discussing all the different permissions we need in our lives to do or not do the things that we do. Now, in case you think you need it, here's your permission to join David and Kim. This is
1: my rant. And I am better than everyone else about paying attention to when everybody else should be out of my way. <clears throat> so that's,
2: o- that's okay, David. I ran over Kim at the airport. I know it. I know it. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Honestly, I didn't mean to, but I was on a mission. Someone was in my way. I'm going to do a princess
3: confession. (laughs) I am probably the one standing in the way in the middle of the grocery store with the buggy halfway across the aisle. And I am looking for something and not aware there's anyone else in the entire store going on because I'm on a mission to find something in the ingredients list of something. I'm also that one that will park wherever it dawns on me to look at the gate numbers or where the signage is to get in an airport I'm the one with the suitcase standing in the middle of the aisle that everybody's cussing because I am I'm not thinking about everyone else and it's not that I'm being ugly it's just I'm in panic mode I'm at the airport I'm in panic mode I've got to hurry up in the grocery store and so those are we'll just call those, those are examples, David. Now you can go and tell the world.
1: (laughs) So you're saying that they built that Walmart just for you.
3: It actually has nothing to do with that. It has to do with, I have, I have a list and I have to accomplish it. And I just am not aware.
1: (laughs) So welcome to permission to win. This one is going to be fun because we are most of us here welcome Carrie, welcome Kim, (laughs) are diametrically opposed on this topic because of either our judginess that we bring with us at all times, uh, not Kim and Carrie, uh, or our oblivion that we take with us into the store to do a thing. So I'm going to jump out and I will say, I am, I'm a road rager at times. I've never run anybody off the road intentionally, but it's my road and I don't know why you're on it. (laughs) So all I want to do is get to work. All I want to do is get to work. And you, I love this phrase and it was from a song you're over there on your phone trying to change the world. And I just want to change lanes. (laughs) (laughs) And so what you've got going on is so much more important than what I have going on. And so you don't recognize my need at that moment. And so really that's what this is about is recognizing other people's needs or just, getting out of our own way i guess i will turn that over to anybody else that would please can, can
2: can i go back a step i need i need to go back a step okay, okay. Big, big words david big words please break it down please
1: diametrically Di- opposed yeah diametrically opposed would be the axis versus the allies i mean you have a you have a, an opinion that takes you to opposite side i think carrie and i are kind of on the same side on this one a little bit
2: i I don't even understand how can i be on the same side
1: well so just
3: uh, please paint a picture david please please everyone Everyone has to know we record on Zoom these podcast episodes, and I am giggling because Carrie's eyes are as big as saucers, trying to figure out what David is making her part
1: of. Like, <laughs>
2: what? what did I sign up for? Oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> so, what is a, what is a good way to ex- explain diametrically opposed? Uh,
3: Complete opposite sides. Yeah,
1: completely at odds. I mean, yeah.
2: AC. Ah, yeah.
1: So we'll just, we'll just pick it up from there. Um, so, yes, please talk about anything else because I, this is my topic that I threw out there, and I feel like I'm on my high horse about, well, let me just say it like it is, all you people that can't get out of my way.
2: I want to go back to Kim and and the the shopping trolley. Sorry, cart, buggy, buggy, the buggy. I'm not allowed to have that. Like, it, it's like that's not. I'm not. I'm not deemed as worthy in this household to even have that responsibility.
0: <laughs> because.
2: because, because I, I, the few and far between times that I've been to the store i get so engrossed by all the new products and like there's there's a system there's aisles they've got numbers there's a process the milk's right at the back so you spend all the money in the store sorry to all those out there in that chain world because we love you um we know we know what how it's engineered however i start at the start i work my way through and if there's something new which there is normally in abundance in every single aisle I want to know about it. Oh, what's that? Chocolate chip cookies with white chocolate chips. Okay, but then you've got caramel flavour on top and a drizzle. What's the drizzle? Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's me in, in the supermarket. So I don't, I don't get the responsibility of the trolley and probably just as well.
3: I apologize to everyone who's ever been in a store with me or in an airport with me. Let me just say that it's never intentional to like impede anybody's progress, but I will laugh and say, whenever someone comes up in there, especially when they're huffy with me in the grocery store, I will always laugh and tell them, I'm so sorry. I am solving world problems right now. And they always look at me like, you crazy person, just move. And I always do. I always apologize. But it is one of those things of, I I don't know what they're in a hurry for, but I know that my curiosity got the best of me and I needed to know what ingredients were in that. And I needed to know <laughs> what that new thing was. And I need to know the shiny things. So it is a, it is a, the struggle is real, David. It is.
1: <laughs> well. And I think, there are, I think there are well-adjusted people out there in the, in the world who kind of live in the middle of this. And, you know, they have a, a general awareness of their surroundings and they have a lower anger and frustration level of people who aren't as aware as they are. <laughs> I am just on that one edge and it's something I need to, to work on. My wife and I love going to the drive-in. All right. You're like, where in the world is this going? We go to the drive-in almost every weekend in a small town near where we live. Stardust Drive-In, Watertown, Tennessee. If you're nearby there, it's a great place. Double features (laughs) on both screens. You're welcome, Barry. (laughs) So that said, you decided at some point that you're leaving your house and you're going to a drive-in freaking figure out how to get your lights turned off (laughs) before you get to the drive-in all these newfangled cars with these LEDs wrapped all around them. You knew you were going to a drive-in. I'm just saying.
3: So let's be very clear about this. It wasn't me, but let's be very clear. If I went to the drive-in <laughs> and I didn't know how to turn the I wouldn't even think to think about I know turning the lights off when I got there. And I would be the one sitting there so excited to watch the movie. And I would hear tap, 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 tap on the window. And it would be David, turn your lights off. And I'd be like, oh, how?
1: <laughs> we love going to the drive-in so much, but I have... We always, we typically go on Saturday night before Sunday going to church. And I have got to go to church on Sunday because Saturday night I'm ready to kill some people.
2: (laughs) David, I have a very serious question for you at this very moment.
1: Well, I will try to answer it truthfully.
2: Have you ever thought, or is there the possibility or potentially the option? Of being in the very back row. Yes. Well, then the headlights aren't beaming into the back of your window and disturbing you.
1: But they're on the screen. Really? Yes.
2: Oh, our screens are quite high.
1: Well, they are, but the cars are on a little hill, and so they're they're aiming up. And so, or they're they're sitting backwards and they're sitting in the back of their vehicle and it's just those little driving lights that automatically come on with the rest of the car. So they don't know it. It's like when you're driving down the road, you don't realize that all those little lights are on on your car just because it's on. And so you've Mm got to have the car on so you can listen to the thing because it's all pumped in over FM radio now instead of the little box in the window. Yep. And I realize that I'm not, 100% perfect. What? I'm pretty close, (laughs) but I have my drive-in etiquette down because I am aware that this is a group experience.
3: So for anyone listening, David is a professional drive-in participant.
1: There you go. He
3: is not an amateur. (laughs) Carrie and I would be the ones that David would be tapping on our windows. I'm just saying, but David is the professional. So. Please don't try this at home, anyone.
1: I uh, do the passive aggressive, flash my lights when people are doing a thing. I've, I'll flick, flick, you know, my my light brights at people just to get them to, you know, well again because they're out of their element. This is this is usually what causes this with the airport or the store. Some people that you know, the aisles at Walmart are their element. But
2: wait, wait, you, wait, wait, wait. We need to go back because Kim put me in the same bucket as her. As far as the driving etiquette is concerned, no, Kim, no, I'm sorry. That's a, that's a boom gate moment because we are, we are very experienced in our driving etiquette.
3: So I grew up with the Admiral twin in Tulsa. Ooh. So I have drive in experience, I'll call it. And so I'm just going to make one more princess confession. Still doesn't dawn on me to turn them <laughs> off sometimes. <laughs> I'm so excited that like I get to be there and I get to do a thing. And then it's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that." Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, again, it goes back to you're not in your normal element. You're you're outside of your I don't even want to say comfort zone. It's just that your 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 modus operandi has changed. Your standard MO of what you're doing on a on a regular basis. So it's not muscle memory. You have to rely on thinking about how to do a thing, what to do. And some people in different situations, because I guarantee, hold on, let me stop for a second. Take a breath. I am not 100% confident about how I behave in all surroundings. (laughs) Even though I like to think that I am. And then I'm better than most. I may not be. I may have impeded someone else's progress in a situation. And I drove slower in the fast lane than I should have been. And I'd like to apologize to everybody out there right now.
2: So can I ask another question? How do we explain to the world? because that's who's tuning in right now. How do we explain to all of those billions of listeners out there about the Sunday drivers on a Wednesday afternoon? <laughs> I, I I, need to unpack this or work it out or something. I'm not sure.
1: Well, it goes to the fact that we live in a society, we share space with other human beings. And again, I... This is something this is an opportunity. Well this is my opportunity to learn to slow down, to be a little bit more tolerant, to accept others and how badly they do everything else that I am good at.
3: <laughs> you know, I had I had a mentor that was one of the most incredible mentors in my whole life and this is a true story. And he would say It's not that everybody's against you. It's just everybody's out for themselves. And it's not that someone is intentionally driving slow in front of you, David. It is that whatever they're doing or wherever they're going is what they're thinking about versus, oh, here comes David. We got to move quick, hurry, fast, move out of the way. (laughs)
1: Well, the funny thing is, is when my wife recognizes that something that maybe I've done has created a stress for her, she'll let me know about that. And it, you know, it may or may not be passive aggressive in the moment, or it may just be a, you know, by the way, you did this. (laughs) And if I feel like it, there was an accusation behind it, I will and I'll do this to anybody because I'm just, you know, fun that way. And I'll say, ooh, it worked. <laughs> As if I was doing it on purpose. Because I wasn't. I, I didn't put the laundry away because I forgot. And
3: Wait, are you saying you were oblivious?
1: Well, no. I was less than perfect in that moment.
3: Okay, we have to stop the podcast now because we thought you were perfect and we mm-hmm. don't know what to do now. Mm-hmm.
1: Info at your it was... permission to win. Bye, everybody.
2: I thought it was just me that put the load of washing on and then has to be told your washing's finished like five hours ago. <laughs> I thought that was just me. <laughs> oh, my goodness, you're machine. good at that. <laughs> you are, and we turned that off. Ah. Uh-huh. Mm. My mother
1: does not like to hear the microwave beep, so she figured out how to silence her microwave. Now well, it, I haven't it, heard that. It still whirs, but it doesn't go beep, 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 and then beep every 30 seconds after, mm. you know, so.
3: Yeah, until you open the door.
1: Sitting there reminding you, you left something in the microwave. You left something in the microwave. Hey, dummy, you left something in the microwave <laughs> is what it's there to do, which I need. <laughs>
2: Can I get that hack? Can Can you send me that hack?
1: To turn off the microwave beeps?
2: Beeping, yeah.
1: I will look for that and send it to you.
2: So, David,
3: I have a question for you and Carrie about this entire being aware thing, because we already know I'm the one into the spectrum of not being aware, apparently. I... I have been accused, I will be honest, I have been accused of being the least situationally aware person on the planet. (laughs) And I'll own that because it's probably true. I can't tell you how many times I've almost walked out in front of a car. I have like, seriously, it's just I get so excited about something or so in the zone about something that I can't, I just, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times my husband has kept me from being run over when we've been somewhere, especially in a big city or it's just the truth. It's just the truth. How can someone as such become more aware and how can someone who is, let's just say extremely aware, (laughs) like the other end of this this scale how can we come where we're paying a little more attention but we're not so angry about it
1: <laughs> where, where can we meet in the middle and not have an aneurysm and not get run over you're saying Got it.
3: no no harm no harm in either direction right <laughs>
1: right well yeah just just fair to middling mine is just well calming the heck down and not I, I am, I am definitely a, what I'll call a devil's advocate person. I am always there to justify what the other person may have been thinking and what was happening. So if, if I feel someone else accusing another person, a third party, I will immediately lean to the third party to their side of the thing and say, well, maybe it was this. So I'm very good at seeing the potential lack of malintent that that person probably didn't come with. But when it comes to just me driving down the road or whatever, I've got to just quit wearing my, I don't know. I don't even know how to say this. I don't know. What are your ideas, Kim? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Or Carrie. Carrie. Yeah, I was gonna say, go ahead, Carrie, save us from each other, right? From ourselves.
2: Well, well, I'm 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 starting to kind of, you know, soak this all up a little bit. And and David, that sounds like you are protective by nature. You will go to bat for somebody else. Yes. So how do you recognize that in that moment for yourself? And maybe it's just having that conversation out loud to become more aware. Maybe this is something that we're actually, you know, changing, changing the world with again, by even talking about it and saying these things out loud and and admitting to our own flaws, because we all have them. We're all human. Well, I'm on my I'm on my mission. <laughs> the the poor woman in the office works car park that rested her handbag on the bonnet of my car, and the kids then nicknamed me Mini Hulk. We all have those moments. Ooh.
1: Ooh. So the uh, the Bruce Banner came out a little bit, got, kind of escaped. The, you became the Hulk when mm, somebody yes. put touched your. And, uh, and she
2: might she might have been, and in hindsight, to me and and I had to do this in the moment because it, you know, children, examples, all those kind of things. This is the parent, you know, supposed to be the mm-hmm. example for the children. Losing their ever loving mind over a simple handbag that had buckles on it that mm-hmm. was leaning on the bonnet of my car.
3: That would be a hood, I believe, here.
2: Yes. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> I'm just making sure I'm translating, Carrie. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: Good, good work, Kim. Peek on my back.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm officially your translator and you're mine. <laughs> well,
1: on the other side of the Pacific, it's, it's bonnet. On our side, it's hood. You know, it's a, it's a windshield over here. It's a windscreen over there. It's Correct. No, big deal. It's, no big deal. it's a boot over there. It's a trunk over here.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: All mm-hmm. those things. And they drive on the wrong side of the road. So, uh, <laughs> over there.
2: <laughs> no, you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, it's a, ma- it's a matter. Here we go. Here's our answer. We just, we arrived here accidentally. It's a matter of perspective.
2: Ooh
1: who is right and who is wrong. That'd be me. And maybe no one is right.
3: So I want to ask you a question because I believe I know the answer.
1: <laughs> and why are you asking me the question?
3: <laughs> well, I want to hear your answer.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. It's a, it's, it's a conversation. I get it. Okay.
3: <laughs> I think that when you know someone and you know that it's not intentional, it's super easy to... You know, since you know me and you know how I am and it's never intentional to harm anyone or to be in the way or whatever, if you found me at the airport and I was standing in the way and somebody was ugly to me, I just don't have any doubt whatsoever that you would tell them to stop being mean to me immediately.
1: Oh, I would would stab him in the throat.
3: (laughs) Well, then there's that. <laughs> but I have no doubt that you would do that because you know me. Right. What makes it different when someone's standing there and you don't know them and then it becomes personally, personal and intentional?
1: The thing is, I will never act on it. I will just passively aggress, egress. Aggress, whatever the word might be there. I will just fume and crank my blood pressure or whatever is going on. If I don't know the person, my level of understanding, we'll call it for people that I do know is monumental. (laughs) My level of rage. If I don't know you is also maybe proportionate. So, so, when you send your emails info at your permission to win, you better have good formatting, and you better have written it well.
3: No, 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 no send them however,
1: yeah, just send them that's that's the thing i will I will try to avoid judging them,
3: so when we were in Dallas, I was standing in the way of somebody else, and my husband is so used to me. He literally just put his hands on, you know, each of my arms and just moved me over out of somebody's way because he knows my whole everything was focused on you and paying attention to every word you were saying. And he's just like, "Mm, let's get you out of
1: the way. Well, and I am at fault to that too. I will sometimes. Pseudo physically, but at least I will direct my family or the people that I am with out of the way of the flow of traffic. Let's say in in a place. But again, I I don't think I have answers to this. I would love to get answers at info at win dot com because what is it that we feel so self righteous about when I'm driving down the road? and the, the somebody's driving in the left lane for no reason. They just built a four-lane road with a turn lane between my house and my work that I have to drive every day. And now it's slower than it was. Why? <laughs> Why is that? Be, wake up, be aware. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm I di- I'm digress. I digress.
2: Carrie, help. <laughs> I'm still Googling pseudo physically or something. Like um, I found it I found it weird, weird spelling kind of with a P and an S and a U and stuff. So,
1: yeah. I don't even know what I said.
2: <laughs> it was the movement. It was the movement of the humans or the family. And, and oh. as much as I am hyper-aware, Kim, so I am tending to think that I'm a little bit more like David in this conversation, I have been moved on many occasions so now i'm starting to think you know unpacking all of this mentally with you guys in this conversation i'm going am i aware he's moved me a lot of times like a lot of times so i that's why when you said that i physically did that because i know it so well and i'm like oh well,
1: I?" for me and this is maybe this is my personality but maybe it's my job i do audio video production. I do live audio video production and I have to be hyper aware of the surroundings because I need to know in the frame, is there something that's going to distract from what's being shot? Is the camera got the the person in the right space? Does, you know, so I'm always looking beyond what's happening right there to be able to see. Is there extra audio coming in? Is there an open mic somewhere that's distracting from something when it should just be the person on stage? Things like that. So, these are this is kind of my responsibility in my day to day job, but that doesn't carry over to me just driving to work every day, surely?
2: I think it does.
1: I don't know. I don't know that I've, I mean, I've mostly been like this I knew I do know that it's been like this most of my life i, I and thankfully it's not it doesn't come from a place of judgment by any means at all whatsoever
2: uh. what <laughs> if I could do that coughing motion where they do that those words <laughs> at that very I'm not good at it I won't do it, but you guys know what I'm <clears throat> you know but yeah right. mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: you're calling me on this okay well maybe Mm -hmm. it is from an absolute judgment of people who can't get it together at the drive-in who (laughs) don't know which pedal to use when they're driving down the road it's the one on the right people it's the you press the one on the right
2: not not everywhere yeah (laughs) no kim kim it is for us it's on the right right as well (laughs) i think david's to something kim we've been busted you've been busted
3: I've been busted. It's all me, Carrie. <laughs> and you know, I wanna I do wanna end this on a on a note of I apologize to the entire world who has been in any any situation with me because it's very possible I have frustrated you. Let me just say that out loud.
1: <laughs> well, I should apologize to the rest of the world because I have disparaged your parentage and all these things as I've driven behind you at this at a slower rate and not allowed you to. Uh,
3: oh no, it wasn't me driving slow, David. That's a, that's a for sure.
1: That is true.
2: That is true. <laughs> well, I'm over, I'm, I'm over here to dis, disparage something or something. Google. Anyway, <laughs> I need to apologize as well, because clearly I've done both. I have been moved. So I have my problem and I apologize to everyone. I've been a problem to and for and with and around. <laughs> And likewise, if I brand you over, I'm so sorry.
3: <laughs> this is a this is a confession and an apology episode, David. That's
1: what this is. This is yeah. There are no analogies here. This is just total life experience. And and I did. I learned this about me in high school when there would be a, a there would be a gaggle of folks stuck in the hallway who. You can't walk past, you can't walk through it's like are you the only people in the high school? Is this your building, and we're just bothering you is this the is this what your assumption is that we can't uh, you can't let us get by so we can get to class and not get in trouble again so that is where it may have started, and nobody punched me in the face to straighten up and act better so i just walked around with all my judging so when i go to the drive-in i don't want to have to get out and go knock on somebody's window and say hey you're doing it wrong whatever it is
3: but i'm going to challenge this is i think you don't want to and that's what makes you upset I think it's that forcing you to act on something that if they would just get out of your way, you wouldn't feel the need to act on it. Or,
1: I am not a fan of confrontation. I don't do well in confrontation, despite the fact that in general, I don't do well in confrontation. I grew up an only child, so I didn't learn confrontation.
3: I think your aggression is because they're forcing you to do something you don't want to do which isn't really about the driving. It's about forcing you to, to the confrontation part. Just a thought, like seriously. And for me, I, I just have to apologize again. It's probably not going to change and I really want it to, but, (laughs) but for me, it's not about forcing anything. And maybe because I'm not afraid of confrontation, Maybe that's the difference is if I'm in somebody's way and they're upset with me, I'll apologize. Like I don't have that issue with them saying anything to me. Maybe that is part of the difference. Like, I don't know that, but maybe that really is part of the difference.
1: You're right. I don't like the confrontation and I get frustrated when I am not able to do the thing that seems natural that I should be able to be doing, whether it's just sitting and enjoying a movie in the dark without lights in my face or driving the speed that I want to on a road that's designed to support lots and lots of traffic. So yeah, maybe I just need to grow up.
3: (laughs) Or maybe you just need to be on an adventure and more flexible.
1: There you go. Well, we have, uh, gotten in our own way and yelled at people to get out of our way enough in this episode. So (laughs) what we all want, whether oblivious or hyper aware is for you to send us your experiences with this. Cause this could be funny. This could be a whole podcast, a whole series, (laughs) just people griping (laughs) about whatever it is. And the host is going, I don't know what's going on. And
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but please we would love to hear your thoughts and ideas about either this topic or any other topic we've talked about or if you've got some topics of your own that you think we should cover that's exactly what we want to hear from you at info at your permission to win Yay! cam
0: thanks for spending time with david and kim now it's your turn to explore permission in your world If you have any thoughts, ideas, or questions about the show, please email info at yourpermissiontowin.com. And although they don't need permission to produce new episodes, they sure would appreciate it. Your Permission, in the form of a five-star rating and review, will help keep the show going. Until next time, here's your permission to win.